Welcome to the Scott and Sue Project Podcast, where we journal our wandering into the realm of helping others. We are currently using our time and talents to tackle the problem of homelessness in our community. Hello, Scott. Hey, Sue. How are you? I am doing good. Hi there. I feel good. Thanks yeah. for asking. That's my Siri. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Keep yeah. it in there. <laughs> okay. So funny. All right. Yeah. Okay. So let me give you some updates. Uh, so didn't get to do much uh, with the data this week, but at work, I am working on a project that gets me into machine learning model and specifically around explainable AI. Uh, and that's actually what I also want to use to to apply on the, the historical trend of homelessness with the different factors to figure out like what are the factors that most impact uh, uh, rise or fall of homelessness. So I'm really excited to do that, but just time is always an issue. So having got to it but we'll we'll get to it at some point anything on your end scott not not too much since our last recording um i did get an interesting article a friend of mine sent to me about some stuff happening in portland i'll, I'll link it i won't go into it today but i'll link it to the notes um it's just interesting about how each city is dealing with Homelessness. Also, um, also, I'm, I'm reading a little further in that book about youth homelessness. So, um, kind of more on the same themes I mentioned last time. I also plan on taking the orientation for I Hope this Thursday because I do want to start volunteering um, now that I'm vaccinated and my mom is no longer. I'm not no longer having to take my mom to physical therapy. So I'm hoping I can carve out a bit of time on a regular basis to volunteer. That's that's pretty much for me. Oh, cool. That's that's great to hear. And yes, uh, and on my side, uh, last Sunday I went back first time to my uh, homeless ministry at my church. Uh, yeah, it's it's good to see everyone there again. And I actually got to to meet up with one of the homeless guests there. Uh, well, be yeah, before yeah. I get into that too much, um, talk to me a bit about the homeless ministry because I think that's cool that your church has that for one thing. And just okay, provide uh, a little background. There. Okay, the the ministry is actually called His Hand, His Heart Homeless Ministry, and it was started by uh, Brian, um, last name, uh, I missed. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it was, start, it started at a park where Sunday, nine o'clock, we gather at the, used to be Pecos Park. And then now it's uh, in Ascent, also Chandler downtown. And we just cook food and uh, we'll invite whoever wants to join. And typically the 
the homeless um, guests will come and they'll, they'll wait for the food. And in the meantime, we'll have a, uh, a lay pastor to, to give a talk or a sermon as well. And sometimes uh, any one of our volunteers would share uh, our story as well. So you know, when, while we're doing that, there's a crew like me that would prepare the food and then in the end, we'll, we'll, we'll hand out a hot um, egg and sausage burrito. And, and then uh, after that, it, we'll actually invite them to jump on to the van and we'll bring them to church as well. So that's, that's the ministry. Got it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I've been doing that for a while, uh, but I stopped you know, after COVID and uh, I used to be more active when I was working on my own. And after going back to PayPal, I, uh, I, I, I stopped being active um, in the weekdays and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the weekdays part, but um, typically it's just uh, the Sunday. So the reason why I brought up um, my friend here, uh, let's just call him, we won't use his real name for now. No, I didn't ask him for permission, but let's call him um, David. He's actually Asian uh, and he does have family here. He's Vietnamese. I, he he wasn't homeless. Homeless. He, he, I'm I'm learning this. So this past week, I, I met him again. He got kicked out of his uh, apartment. It's a it's a section eight um, uh, for him. So because of some complaints or altercation. Well, I, let's not use that word. I, I don't know what happened exactly, but there were complaints and he got kicked out mm-hmm. and his stuff is outside. He does have a car. So as I was talking to him, you know, walking him to his car, we, I'm slowly getting um, the details of what's happening. And he has, he has most of his stuff in the car. He said he still have a bunch of stuff outside his apartment. He needs to get back and, and, and take care of it before people takes them away. Uh, he was sleeping outside the, the night before and some someone, uh, I think as a caseworker, uh, sort of, you know, noticed him and uh, managed to get him a, a place to stay at the motel right now. Where was he sleeping? Just um... he, I, I, I think I don't remember he mentioning exactly. Mm. I think he was just um, uh, outside. Was it somewhere? So he, you know, when when the person was, uh, I guess, uh, asking him or, or getting his attention, he was pretending that you know he's talking on the phone and he didn't want to be bothered. But uh, but I think this caseworker gets it uh, mm-hmm. and they they know. Um, you know, somebody sleeping outside. And so so they took care of him to put him in a hotel for now, at least what I hear for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So he has a court uh, appearance to work out the, you know, that uh, being kicked out from that place. 
Now, there's there's some background to that. To you know, I I used to you know, when I a couple of years back when I started to be more involved with him. Um, you know, I I used to go to they hang out um, and a lot of the homeless guests they hang out at Chandler Library, and every time I go there to drop off books or pick up books, I'll see him, and I'll have like a chat with him at the the cafe, and I know that he's into photography, and for a while I was trying to nudge him along like. You know, take more pictures. Just you know, use、uh, social media as a way to promote his his work, and hopefully to get real work、uh, from there. He he does volunteer. He volunteers at church and、uh, for his friends who has、um, a photography business, like for weddings and so forth. So he,、wow. I think he 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 knows those area, but every so often I get these. Stories from him that you know he he's、uh, he's not working with his friends anymore, or he's not working in the church anymore because like he he gets accused, or he say he's accused the people that accuse him of like whether he's taking things or uh, or um, typically is about like they 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 accuse him. Taking things,、uh, I don't think like bad behavior per se,、uh, and then,、uh, and it, and I, you know, and I also talked to him about、uh, just just doing it on on his own, you know,、uh, like whatever his interest in in photography, maybe like cityscape, you know, around the the channel、yeah. downtown, a- a- anything,、yeah. right? Just to to post it, just to be out there, and. It's simple things, but he could never real could never really get it off the ground. I mean, I help him set up like the Instagram account, and he had a laptop then, and、uh, help him with the IT aspect, like working tr- through you know getting all this set up and posting. Not it doesn't. He, there's no traction there.、Uh, there's no. I, I'm. Um. I just wonder, like. What keeps him busy, or what else?、So、I always ask him, like, so what do you do? And it's never really an answer, like, what <laughs> him doing anything. So, so I, I was essentially trying to practice that walking alongside、mm-hmm. him and trying to do what I feel I could, you know, helping him. And he, he does have the.、Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, in, in this 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 one annoyance that he'll do,、uh, you know, he he will send out all caps text messages,、uh, Bible passages,、uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, sending to group chats,、uh, and I'll I'll be in there,、uh, you know, included and. And it it does get annoying, and there are people that that would say like, "Hey,、um, cut this out, like stop it," and <laughs> and he'll he'll go on.、Um, uh, and I I can see how it could be a problem. Like I don't know where that comes from. Okay, and I can see like that that is a、uh, on the electronic side, but if I'm with him. 
you know, it may happen. I, I would suspect that socially this thing might come out as well, you know, in, in times that I don't see firsthand, but I suspect that something like that would happen uh, around. So he has family here as well and they don't talk and he, he said they, um, they don't talk. And so I, I do think he does have some, I don't know what it is, um, like, mental instability or what it's but he's highly functional so so but i think it does get into the way of him keeping any real like um responsibility or or a job so yeah coming back to you know how to helping help him along i, I tried that for a while at least like six months or so it's just never got anywhere and the it's so now coming back like you know uh, oh sorry this, so sure. you you were working with him before covid but kind of informally yeah, right and you hadn't seen him a long time and now that you're back you you've right run into him again now you're trying to restart that yeah so yeah. actually um as so active with him and then i i so those happens during the weekdays. I'll meet up with him. Then, uh, then after a while, I just meet him. You know, during the the Sunday volunteer. You know, I'll talk to him there and check how his how things are going with him. But I I just don't know what else to do. Um, and then COVID happened, and then I haven't seen him for a while. And then after, you know, coming back. Um, Last week, I, I I saw him, and and now he's he's out for real. I mean, it used to be I saw he, he I know he has a place to stay, and he has a car. He drives around. Uh, he he goes back and forth to California, where you know, he has some friends there that can help with some work. So he he's done those things, um, but now he's he's out uh, for real. So he's he's. His first, I asked him, like, what's your focus now? He says, the first thing is um, getting a place to stay. And he's trying to work out, you know, calling these numbers, like the housing, urban development, like rental assistant, or, um, and he's saying, like, it's just robo calls. I mean, robo representative, just like, uh, there's a long wait and press one, there's, press to that and uh, hard to get anybody to talk to. So he's, he's struggling through that right now. And it's, yeah, it, I feel bad because um, I, <laughs> it's tricky for me, like how far, you know, um, I, uh, things can, things get messy. Uh, life is messy and uh, really helping do will get messy. And I am, to be honest, um, struggle with getting really messy with, with him. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and I don't have good answers or um, really great help for you. Um, would, does he, and you said he, a caseworker kind of ran into him sleeping on the streets or um, somewhere outside. 
Um, so is that how you probably don't know much about the relationship he has with that caseworker? Yeah, not I, I don't have much detail right now. And also your relationship to him is very informal, right? Like you noticed him right. kind of accidentally. You're not like regularly setting up meetups with him. You're just you see him on Sunday when you do the um breakfast and then you run into him kind of just ad hoc at the right. library. That's yeah. the extent. But when you do see him, you take the time sure. to yeah. have a conversation with him. And he's yeah. open to that, right? Like you'll, yes. he'll, he'll say hi and you'll sit down and talk right. for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not like you're, um, you are doing anything official. You're just, he's just on your mind. You're trying to be his friend. Um, although he's a challenge um, because he's not somebody you would naturally be drawn to. He's just yeah. uh, somebody you are concerned with because he has really big problems, right? So yeah. yeah. Before, yeah. So before, uh, when he, he had a place to stay, uh, like for him not getting like a real job or anything like that wasn't a big problem. He does have SSI and uh, it's not much. Um, but he he makes by, but now you know being kicked out of Section Eight, getting back would be a problem. And uh, once you lose that, it's hard to get right. back. It's hard to get it to begin with because it's so limited. Yeah, right. Yeah. So how like I'm wondering because his SSI is so small, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and did he was he able to make an income at, at all? Or not much beyond. I okay, so he, he mentioned that it's at seven hundred dollars. Um, I I don't know. Maybe you can. I I don't know how you would. Hmm. It it is definitely a challenge. Uh, and I, I it's not something that I can relate very well to. Okay. Uh, but it's just it, it's uh. Yeah, I have, uh, I have to get a better understanding of, of how I should to make do with that that amount per month. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, also, I don't know how uh, much rent Section Eight housing because you still have to pay some. It's not free, is it? Right. Uh, it, it depends. Right. Okay. I think it changes over time. Um, initially, it. Yeah, that, that, it, yeah, it, uh, that's like a ramp that okay, okay. It helps a significant amount, but over time it, it gets reduced. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough, um, I think that's really what all we can do, us unprofessional, <laughs> just volunteering, just be a friend. Um, and I like the cool things that I liked what you said were you're in this regular Sunday. It's weekly, right? That you do this yes. every Sunday morning. Um, if nothing else, because that's one meal out of how many a person needs in a week. But there is that one meal that your church is offering to um, you know, the lowest people on our economic spectrum. And they can come and then they get invited into the community for church. So there's this opportunity to integrate these people with the broader congregation so that brought him into your life and then you see him 
in these public spaces that you go to. Most people don't go into a library. <laughs> so like you go in there and you see them. Like, I think that's great. Like, I think most of the time we don't have those opportunities because um, we're in our cars and we're going to places homeless people aren't necessarily going to. We're not going to public libraries often, but like, that's great. But that's not enough, I guess, is what you're struggling with. And that's why I think it feels like we need the case manager. I wonder if she can hook in. Like, I don't know if he has an intimate relationship with the case manager, case worker, professional. And if there is some way to orchestrate this like committee of people that can kind of help them. I don't, I'm just, I'm not totally sure. You probably right. don't know either. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I, I wish we, or I have more disinformation or, or contacts and at the tip of my hand or, or my cell phone or our website. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to get better at working on. Right. Um, to help, you know, like, um, like his situation right now in a crisis mode, how to quickly get the right person or the right help, case manager, the, the right number or the right person to talk to, to get assistance and all the resource that's available to him, right? To get back into a house, a house situation. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, I think that requires skill um, to really manage and navigate all the problems there. And maybe that is something you can help with. I mean, these are skills we can certainly develop. Um, right. But yeah, yeah. But it's it's scary because I, I think, as you said, you don't want to get carried down a black hole. Like, yeah, that's I, I worry about that quite a bit. But I don't know, maybe that's yeah. not a worry we need to worry about. We just do what we I, can. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if the thing is, if I'm living by myself, mm-hmm. I'll be more open to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, but you know, having a spouse, right? So you do have, you do need that commitment from your spouse as well. You know, if you want to get into this, uh, it's, it's just a, another level of commitment right (laughs) yeah i'm just curious what's going to happen to him after the two weeks is up for the hotel well i i have to keep in touch and uh keep track and find out how things are yeah yeah Yeah. housing situation is terrible just terrible wish we can improve it Mm. yeah and i don't know i suspect i so uh, I might be overthinking this or uh, assumption bad or, because on one hand I can see how his character can can cause um, tension or uh, a, a a situation you know um, like what he just mentioned but on the flip side also like you know there's there's been article talking about landlords or um, um, apartment management, like trying to get her of Title Eight um, renters um, to, uh, I guess, to have a, a, a either 
higher paying renters or a, a different kind of renter population in, in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Because yeah. like there's a, a you know, Biden uh, plan uh, is going to expand Section 8. Um, but there's a concern like how do landlords, how many landlords are willing to take those? Because they're worried about um, getting occupants that aren't responsible, that wouldn't take care of their property. Is that the problem? Not, I mean, that that concern is, is Canada, but it's, I think, unwarranted. Supposedly, they t most, most Section 8 um, uh, renters do take care because there is an incentive for them to yeah. be good tenants because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. a very hard benefit to get. But um, the, the thing is, first of all, like, um, it, um, there's always this stigma that comes with it. So landlord don't typically take it. Uh, it's a step of faith of taking those renters. Uh, and also is you're not, landlords not supposed to or not allowed to discriminate uh, based on how they pay, like in this case, a voucher. So, but it's also that, that this, this law is not, consistent uh, across all states in the United States. So not all states have that. Uh, in some states, you, landlords do have the, the rights to to deny. Um, it's hard to prove that, right? Like you can deny yeah, somebody for all right, kinds right, of right. reasons. Right, so I, I, yeah. exactly. So um, it, it the point I think I was trying to say is this, was that there's carib no stick, you know, like uh, for the landlord to to take these uh, Section Eight vouchers. Yeah, but in this person's case, um, he had a Section Eight. Yeah, but once you lose it, I don't know how easy it would be to get it back to get one back. Mm -hmm. So he might be in a tougher situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I, I applaud your efforts. I think. Um, oh, don't yeah. applaud uh, any because there's no effort. <laughs> well, no, I think yeah. just being aware of it. If everybody did a little, that adds up to a lot. And that's the problem is most people aren't doing anything. Yeah. I think the, the key thing is like staying in touch, um, just having, uh, you know, being there and then slowly whatever i can you know uh here and there trying to figure things out how i can help i i wish i you know like there's a way for me to give him a place to stay um or uh yeah um but anyway uh, I'll, I'll keep contact with him I'll keep posted and see how things are and yeah and let's see yeah, sounds great. Um, yeah, let's follow up on that. And uh, yeah, I guess we can end it here or do you have anything more? No, I think that's a good place <laughs> to stop. Right? Okay. All right. Uh, sounds great. We will um, see everybody next time and have a great night. <laughs> nice, Scott.